Match day live extra from Molyneux where Wolves beaten by a goal to nil by a Bournemouth team who only had one shot on target in the entire game. They managed 32% possession in the match, but Marcus Tavernier's effort early in the second half, getting on the end of a little cross from Dominic Solanke as he'd been played in down the right-hand side of the box as far as Bournemouth were concerned, managed to dissect Wolves' two centre-halves, and the ball rather just hits him and finds its way into the far post. Wolves had some opportunities, but nothing really clear-cut. They were decent in the first half, but Adama Traore was always the biggest threat. But the longer the game went on and the deeper Bournemouth got in their defensive ranks, it always looked a forlorn effort. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor watch it alongside me here. And Tomo, once again, Wolves have been left ruining a defeat that they really shouldn't have had. No, they shouldn't have had. And, and again, we look at the games, what we have, and when we are confident, when we are playing as a tempo and we're on our toes going forward, we look a totally different side. I think today, and you could kind of sense it at the beginning of the game, the way we're going to play. Two far-off players. Um, Decision-making in the top third wasn't great. We've had, was it, 12 corners? We've won one of the headers. And that was Dawson, where Neto was able just to tap it, uh, well, touch it over the bar. And we've got to do better. I, I, I keep saying, I'd rather us be confident and look forward and push teams back then looking back, looking square for our first choice. Uh, and it looked like we turned turned the corner with the way that we've been playing recently, uh, where we were positive. I just think today we went back to our old ways a little bit, um, where our body shape or our positioning wasn't great receiving the ball, and we were looking either square or backwards initially. And I just think that when we're on that front foot and when we're looking positive going forward, we caused teams so much trouble. And like you can talk about how many chances we've had, but we've not really tested their keeper at all, which being at Molyneux is disappointing. And we got into good areas, Lee Naylor. Yeah, I mean, as you say, when you when you talk about possession, when you talk about the amount of corners we had with free kicks, the chances we had to put the ball in the box, the deflections, the knockdowns, the, the ricochets, and we've not landed on one. Um so for me, you know, that's that's where we failed. We failed in taking chances and expecting the best when it's in their box, when it's in their area. Um, when chances have come in, when a crosser has come in, we've not met. We've not met it. We've took our eye off the ball with what the chance with Cunha, where you know it's a great one of the crosses that was a good cross, and we could have made something of it. We don't. Is, is it because we don't expect the ball to be coming in? I don't know. I mean, f for me, is it is it a game where the players have come into it thinking they're going to win before we've even played the game? Um, I don't know. It's a strange one for me because when you look when you look back at the last two games, um, it's been class. It's been really good. The tempo's been good, um, and we've been firing on all cylinders. Is there an element, boys, about where they cross from? Because you. Uh, you look at the Bournemouth goal, it's Slanky laid in down the channel yeah. to the byline, put it, you know, pulling it back into that danger area. Wolves get themselves into the final third, but so often we saw today Sarabia cutting back in and crossing from a deeper angle. And then uh, I thought Adama Traore had an excellent game. Yeah, I thought, he, I thought he did well. I was surprised that they took him off and Sarabia stayed on because I thought Sarabia struggled today. 
But again, it, it's very rare that we get to the byline. Well, Hugo Breno did it once in the game, yeah. one of the best crosses of it, and nobody reacted. But you're just watching on this. Yeah, you're just talking there about reaction. Um, Emily Torrance did the ball go up, and we're two, we're, we're five or ten yards too deep. The ball's gone up. You can see the defenders struggling to clear the ball, and we're still standing back there, pit, their midfield, just picking it up because there's no pressure on them. And I, know, I think Matthias did a couple in the first half where he squeezed onto it, and we won the ball back. Um, I just thought we, we were too deep at times. I thought that we allowed Bournemouth to get out with no real pressure on their midfield or their back line, and it made it pretty easy for them just to play the ball uh, from the back to the front. And the goal come from that. So, look, we've got enough bodies in there. It was bad defending because he's got between the two centre-halves, um, and Solanke was able to just pick him out. But I just think for me, so look, our reaction, we watched there, was it Pedence in the second half? And, the, and there was a number of things before that. Ball's gone up to Jimenez. He's flicked it on. You could see that he's... Oh, sorry, Costa. You could see that he was going to have a chance of winning it. And he's standing watching. And I'm not just going to have a go up Pedence. It happened all over the field. It was like we were reacting uh, rather than being proactive when we was going and having, or taking a risk and or reacting off it a little bit sooner. We just didn't do it in the game. It's nothing new, though, is it, how Daniel Pedence is a very frustrating footballer. He's been... Wolves' most likely goal threat for a long time now, but it doesn't take away from the fact no. that he's also been guilty of costing them opportunities or making the wrong choices in certain areas that could have led to goals. Um, people will highlight the fact that it's still been an awful long time since a main central striker has scored for Wolves. You have to go back to Raul Jimenez yep. against Watford in that 4-0 win at the back end of the previous season. Um, talk to me about Mateus Cunha both of you, because he didn't have a, as good a game today as he has in previous times, but do you both have a bit of sympathy for him in, in the role he's being asked to do? He's not an out striker for me. I think he's more of a, like a player who, that number 10 role or just playing a little bit deeper, but he's been asked to play as a, a target man, uh, the focal point in the team, and, and he has struggled, but but to be fair, the quality had been great up to him either. So look, he, he was always challenging, but that's what I'm talking about. When he is challenging, defenders aren't going to get any distance or aren't going to get that much uh, height on the ball. But we're too deep. And uh, look, I think Neves is a great player when he's playing. But you look at that, for me, that is where we've got to be up the field a little bit further on. Uh, where Just to be in touch with it. Just to be in touch. If we'd have started winning, uh, winning balls up that top third, it was, we would have created more chance. We might have tested the keeper a lot more. But we were five or ten yards too deep for me today. I think that any ball that went up, headed down, their midfield players, because there's no pressure on them, they were able to play. Yeah, I mean, for me, we had a, a moment, it was about five, five to ten minutes in the first half where we had a lot of pressure on them and we needed to score in that moment. Uh, I know we touched on it, uh, me and Tomo, when it was actually happening. And we needed to make something of it, and that was that was when all the ricochets were going on. That's when uh, balls were bouncing around the 18-yard box. That's when players needed to 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 go and make something of themselves, and it and it was just sort of ah, someone else will do it. Yeah, and, and it, that's that's how it felt all game. Um, well, you saw that la last bit with Sarabia and Pedence clashing with each other, and that kind of just typified the way that we played. Yeah about like the, the communication or whatever it is, that, what caused that. But that just shows you 
the way that we we weren't at it today and we weren't on the same wavelength, as you could say, as we have been in the previous weeks, i.e. second half of last week, the Liverpool game, um, your West Ham game, your Everton game. Um, again, so looking, and, and that's where you've got to take the initiative a little bit as well. That incident of Sarabia and Daniel Pellens running into each other kind of highlights uh, a theme from the game because Wolves' best opportunities in the first half, one early, fell to Cunha, who didn't get his shot away. He wanted to take it past one, yeah, two. Confusion, yeah. Mateus Nunez did that twice in, <laughs> in the penalty area, chance to shoot on his stronger foot, wanted to take it past another man. The one where um, Cunha turns and could have laid it off to Triore, wanted to turn infield again and get his shot away. Just and I, even when they run into each other nails, Daniel Fernandes has got three opportunities to hit that to ball hit the goal. Balls. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's decision making and that's on him. Uh, in whether he's he's right coming on in, into games, whether he's ready coming on into games, uh, I don't know. But uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen enough today that you know he he wanted to go and take his chance. Do you know, like for for next game, like play me, like that's what that's what substitutions are that are, are there for. It's that they'll be very disappointed in, in not starting the game, but when they get the chance of coming on into a game, be the one to make the difference. Mm. Be the one that says to the gaffer, "You need to play me the next time." I was just saying that at the end of the day, I want to be in that starting lineup. I want to be in the, the game because Pedence, we saw him going through the middle. We've saw him at the edge of the box. Was it against West Ham when he's put he scored on the edge of the box? He's exactly the same. It's opened up for him. And then he's had another... I don't understand but why the, he's had that another touch. This is I don't get, because if you're in that dressing room and you watch Al Gomez's goal last week, yeah. where he gets the shot away, it's blocked, comes back to him, he's now got a second shot closer in and scores the goal. Why don't they shoot? It's baffling to me. We, want the, we want the perfect goal again, though, don't we? a fear, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think today was... A, it was just a bit, bit nervy, I'll be honest, from, from, from the start. Um... As I say, we had that spell in the first half, but that was about it. The rest of it was very, very nervy. Uh, the quality wasn't there. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can't put my finger on it because the, the other two it's games... It's frustrating, isn't it? The other two games... This is football. I, I'm, you know, I hate to say it, but it just is. The, um, Andy John says we're, we really miss Lamina. Um, do, do you agree with that? It felt Look, like... Don't it get me wrong. Said, uh, it, it, well, we, we only played for less than... Well, 40 minutes or 45 minutes. But if you, if you kind of go back to the Liverpool game, go yeah. back to the West Ham game, um, it kind of feels like the, that midfield three of Neves, Moutinho and Mateus Nunez, that's been the midfield for a yeah. large part of the season and we know it's not been effective and that's why they've tried to bring players in yeah. to change it. So th with the benefit of hindsight, when you look at that as a starting three, are we getting to a position where actually... I don't think we want to see those three together again. No, well, look, <laughs> it wasn't just down to them three. I, th I just thought that you're looking at your strikers to create something. You're looking at your midfielders, again, to be creative and make things happen with the front line. And it just didn't happen today. Uh, for one reason or another, so, like, it, it, on our heels, just off the pace a little bit, we allowed Bournemouth to cruise through the game. Even though we've had a lot of possession of the ball, you look at that and you think, oh, yeah, we've had possession, but... What do we do with it is the thing about the decision-making and having the ball. A lot of wrong decisions today. I think how many times did we hit the first man with a cross? A lot of the time. Um, set plays that we've had, corners, free kicks, not great. Allowed Bournemouth. You, you're playing against a team who are fighting for their lives in this league. 
and you've got to make it difficult, especially when you come home. You've got to be making things as, as difficult as possible. And I just think that Bournemouth today had a little bit of a comfortable run today. I think that they found the game easy, they defended it, and we made it easy for that, them. That, that's the that's frustrating part about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it, now? That it, it didn't feel like Bournemouth have had to defend for their lives to win that game. No, and we've all said it's, it's, it is frustrating because when we're coming into this game, um, you're thinking, okay, what can we do here? How many can we score? Uh, can it be comfortable? Um, and on the and then when <laughs> hindsight now and when we're looking at it and we're thinking okay geez that that weren't that easy at all and now all the, all the other teams around us have gone and got points it's just made it so difficult it is, you've got yourself out of a position where you're bottom of the league and you put a run together where you've got a few results and it's give you a little bit of breathing space and then you watch the game today which results haven't gone for us but I think that you've got to you've got to make you've got to look after your own results. You've got to go out there and make sure that you get the result that you need, and not think about anybody else. And they'll be disappointed. I think the manager will be. I think the players will be disappointed with not only the result, but I think just the way that the, the game went. And look, don't get me wrong, they they threw everything into the game, but it just shows you that you've got to have that little bit of class and that little bit more in that top third to get something out of it, especially against the team who are coming here and they'll be happy with the draw. I said that at the begin beginning of the game. They'll be happy with the points coming here uh, and hopefully they'll try and win the home games. But I just think that we made it yeah. easy if, for them if, today. If you flip it on and, and say, well, you know, we weren't really going to get any points from Liverpool and then if you flip it and say we've got six points from this game and that game, then <laughs> that's what the manager will be doing. That's what he'll, he'll be saying. Well, okay, I calculated this many points from from these games and we've got them. To be honest, because I don't think he would have said we, 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 we're going to have nine nine out of nine over the last three games. No, it, it just feels like a bad defeat. It, though, I know, it? It I, I know, I know, I know. Um, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the way we're looking at it is is that we we've got those points in the bag. And now this should have been another three points. Whereas if if you're looking at it two weeks ago, you're saying if we get six points here, that's that's good. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's always going to be the way, isn't it, that people will look at the table and go, we could have been sitting joint 12 on yeah. 26 points had we won the game today. Um, Forrest obviously got a point out of Man City. They're on 25 in 13th. Leicester on 24 in 14th. Then come Wolves in 15th. Played 23, 23 points. Everton then in 16th on 21 points, having got a massive win against Leeds, who've dropped into the bottom three. Uh, Bournemouth now in 17th on 21 points as well, minus 23 goal difference. Wow. West Ham uh, 20, played 22, played a game less on 20, with a much better goal difference than everyone else in minus eight. Then come Leeds on 19 points, and then Southampton having won at Chelsea. Couldn't buy a win under Nathan Jones, and then they've gone and throwing more pressure on Graham Potter at Stamford Bridge with That's a win, crazy. still bottom, but now effectively three points from safety. I mean, you could throw a blanket over half, half the Premier League at the minute. I'll tell you what, my results have gone out the window today. Who could predict the results that everybody thought we were going to win? Chelsea, you would have thought, would assert. Man City would have been assert. Um, for the games like that, you're thinking about Brentford, the way they've been playing. Um <laughs> And it just shows you this league, if you, if you don't look after yourselves, 
in games and take care of the business on the pitch that it can come back and haunt you a little bit. And that and that's what's happened today. We haven't looked after the game today. We should have just, don't matter about the performance, we should have just bombarded them and met them hanging on for the light and created more through everything in there. But we didn't. We, 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 we allowed them too much time and space to be comfortable yeah. in the game. And that's the frustrating part about it. They made it, we made it for them, a comfortable game for yeah. them. They won that game with one chance what they've had on target. But we haven't challenged them that much yeah. for me today. I think that we made it an easy game for Bournemouth and it suited them down to a tee. Yeah, I think the, lo- the longer the game went on, it suited them. Um, positives, just before we finish, Adama Traore had a very yeah. good game. Th- Maximilian Kilman yeah. had a very good game. Look, so, uh, I ain't saying Not that many anybody, others. But no, I'm just saying, though, I just think that you look at Kilman coming in, I'd still want him to be more positive wh- what he was like when he first came into the side. Because we know he's got that passing ability. We know he can run with the ball. We know he can pick a pass out. I would just like him. And he, and he does it a little bit more, too much for me. Uh, where I know that he's got the the ability to do it. His first touch, can I look forward a little bit sooner? There was some times when he's knocked. In that first half, we saw a ball where he's knocked out to the wide area. This left-hand side, I think it's Arabia, where he's hit it. It was a great ball. And that's the kind of balls he should be playing yeah. all the time. I'm not saying put the ball at risk. But it's worth the ball that he's playing in there. And, uh, and he doesn't do it enough for me. Traore, just keep getting the ball. We oh. said in that first half, he was the one who was causing everything. But we've got to have that movement and options in the box for me. And, and we did have bodies in there, but we just couldn't find yeah. one of them, unfortunately. I, th- I, think, with it. I think the thing with Max is that when he plays in a two, there's more responsibility on him to to not give the ball away, to not played in passes that are, I don't know, maybe a 60-40 in his favour and he tends to shy away from them because there is that extra responsibility because there's not that security behind you again when you when you play a five. Um, and I think he's just affected his game a little bit. Well, we shall see how things progress. Uh, Friday night. Friday night, mate. Fulham. It's a date, mate. It's a date. So <laughs> Friday night, like down in the, in the smoke, mate. There we go. So it's... We're down there on Friday. So, look, manager is frustrated. Manager is not happy with what he's gone on. And I'm sure that he'll sort things out for the next, next game. Lee Naylor, Andy Thompson, thank you very much thank indeed. Thank you to everyone for listening in once more. Not the afternoon we were hoping for, but hopefully still more to come from this Wolves team.